Welcome to Fewer Things Better. This is the place for all of us who are big on goals and short on time. Together, we'll explore smart, simple ideas on how to retrain your brain and unlock your life. I'm your host, Kristen Graham. Let's get started. Hey there, how's your day going? Was there anything you did today or this week that you wish you hadn't? I'm not talking big life regrets. I mean the little paper cuts on your productivity. The, hey, do you have a minute? That never really take a minute and get you off track. The meeting or conversation, task or errand that seem like a waste of your time. The bottom line on top or blot of this episode is that there is a mental cost to how you spend your time and progress comes from making your minutes matter. Time often feels in short supply and there are many places where time seems to leak away. Drips of minutes, drains of energy. The impact of this can be measured in minutes. Let's look at a typical day. The average person gets just under seven hours of sleep, 6.8 in fact, say the studies. Is that you? Let's round that up and say you get a solid seven hours of sleep. Congratulations. You now have 17 hours in your day. 17 hours comes to 1,020 minutes. That seems like a lot at first. Some studies indicate that most people have only about two to three core productive hours a day. That's when we're doing the actual things instead of thinking about them, talking about them, and trying to decide which things to do when. Let's add to this the fact that we make thousands of conscious decisions each day. Some studies put that daily number above 30,000 decisions. Now, most of those are quick, small, micro decisions about our daily functions. But each of those are being processed through the brain, then relayed to the body. Combine this multitude of decisions with limited amounts of minutes, and that often leads to decision fatigue. This is the deteriorating quality of decisions made by an individual, that's us, after a long day of making decisions. Decision fatigue can come and go based on the circumstances. Have you ever been in a meeting or a conversation where you're more likely to just agree with what's being said because you no longer have the desire or discipline to continue? Or you've been in a grocery store midway down an aisle and all of a sudden your brain just stops taking your messages, cannot function, must go home. Decision fatigue is more than just a feeling. It has connection to brain function. Pay attention to when your brain is sending up a white flag. It's a signal that you are entering the fatigue phase. And when you're feeling depleted, you're far more likely to be impulsive, passive, avoidant, or influenced by others. So what can you do when you feel the brain drain happening in your day? Depending on what type of decision you're facing, consider if it's something that requires time, money, or action, and which of those things is leading you to resist this. Often. Decisions require a combination of those three. So look at which is a more prominent one that's really starting to bother you. One of the biggest mental drains on decision-making is actually not making a decision. 
When we get faced with something and feel overwhelmed, we then put it back on the, I'll think about that later list. But one tool that can be helpful is to figure out what is the mental cost of your time? If you have a little over a thousand minutes in your day and those minutes have lots of competition for how they need to be spent, calculate how much you're willing to invest to save minutes. If something's going to take you an hour, so 60 minutes to complete, would you be willing to trade money to keep those minutes? Let's use an example. Let's say that you need to do a return at a large shopping center for a $15 item. The shopping center is 15 to 20 minutes away, depending on traffic. It has a crowded parking area that you find stressful. The return line is also typically cumbersome. Altogether, this errand will likely take you about an hour. So the question becomes not whether you can do it, but whether it's worth $15 to you. How else could you invest that time? Could you donate that item or give it away to someone to ease your mind about the money already spent on it? Could you reframe it as hiring yourself for $15 an hour to tackle something else on your list or even to not do anything for an hour? Would you spend $15 to get an hour of time back in your day where you weren't running an errand? See what your brain says to that and keep going until you come to the amount of money that you would spend to have that hour returned to you. These examples help you figure out the cost basis for your own personal time. And you will start to see where you are spending your time and then when you are giving it away at a discounted rate. One of my mental models when it comes to calculating time and money is to ask myself, would I spend more on this for lunch? If the answer is yes, then I can more easily release myself from the burden of feeling I have to do something. What about when your decision fatigue is due to the multiple steps that are part of making a decision or completing the effort? That contributes to the exhaustion that comes from thinking about all the steps needed just to get something done. One idea is to think about taking the task apart as a series of Lego pieces or a jigsaw puzzle, if that's more appealing to you. What's the first step? What's the first Lego piece that fits into the next one? Or what are the first two jigsaw pieces that lock together? Sometimes it can be finding the information of a place where you need to make an appointment. Looking up the phone number or the website is the first Lego piece. Far less overwhelming than doing all the scheduling, but it is a step forward. Progress is important to the brain. Often, we won't allow ourselves to feel accomplished until everything is done. That expectation, unrealistic expectation, is part of what floods our brain. Small steps send signals to the brain through neurotransmitters. In episode five, we talked about the power of dopamine and how that helps us create mental momentum in our productivity practice. A close friend of dopamine is serotonin. This is known as the happy chemical, and it helps with mood, memory, learning, and even reward. When our negative self-talk gets involved telling us that we're not doing enough and there's not enough time, our body is actually using its own superpowers of neurochemicals to help us in those moments. 
a small step, that first Lego, starts the engine to progress. Another cognitive tool that can help with a decision fatigue is to narrow down the choices. When I'm tired and hungry, but I can't seem to figure out what to do for dinner, or if I'm standing in the middle of a grocery store staring at cereal, I try to switch to mental multiple choice. Do I want this or this? And then listen for your brain to respond. Even if that response says, I don't want either one of those. That's actually progress. Then move in to the next multiple choice. Okay, pick one of these four things. The trick is to only do this a couple of times. Otherwise, your brain can get overwhelmed again. But there's a sweet spot to decisions. When we're confronted with all the things in our day or our to-do list or email box or even in that large aisle of options, narrowing it down helps your brain be able to say yes or no to this or that. We'll spend more time on, well, time and how to train your brain to recognize where there are micro steps, Lego pieces that propel further progress. The first step is recognizing how does this show up in your daily life right now? When are you experiencing decision fatigue? And then use that information and insight to navigate the realities of our busy days. This creates mental GPS and it helps you see the shortcuts and find a way to do fewer things better. In the meantime, look for ways to make the most of your minutes now and take good care. Thanks for listening. You can find a lot more like this over on unlockthebrain.com or follow me on LinkedIn or Twitter. And if you found value in this podcast, please take a minute to rate and comment. Thanks so much. And now let's go do fewer things better.